Today's anecdotal experience is sponsored by Warby Parker. Warby Parker sells Elvis Costello glasses for 100 bucks a pop. I once bought a pair of Prada glasses for $500. I forgot that I'd put them in my back pocket one time and sat down on them. Yep. Just crushed my glasses with my fine little ass. It's another positive energy anecdotal experience podcast. I think positive energy and gratitude are the most important things in your life. Also money. Money is very important. We talk about that a little bit. I think people undervalue money's role in happiness. I think it's a very key role. I'm going to say it's like 40% of happiness is financial security. Yeah, do you, if you uh yeah, if you disagree Email the anecdotal experience at gmail.com or just talk some shit on the Facebook page. That'll be cool. Our guest is Jacob Dixon. Jacob, and I think this is what we talked about. It's been so long, but we I know I don't remember entirely details what we talked about, but I do remember it was a lot of fun. That's my most vivid memory. I think uh, he's a smart guy. And I'm a smart guy too. Let's do this episode with Jacob Dixon. And growing up, just being in the marching band, whatever. So I get music and audio, but it's one of those where it's like the equipment that goes along with it. I kind of just read reviews. Oh, like, like production-wise? Right, yeah, I don't, like, do the research. Like, I just kind of let it be what it is. Yeah, I know. I do the same. Like, I'm... I, I've actually... I was on that side because I played guitar for a really long time. Nice. And I was very... Whatever, I'll just... I know music. Mm-hmm. But now I'm on the other end. Anything I do, whether it's podcast or videos or anything, execution is everything. Oh, yeah. If it's bad, it can be, like, the best, like... Best song you ever wrote, best video like you've ever written, best script. If it's executed poorly, it's bad. Yeah, that's you know that's really the basis of everything. If you boil it down, and that see like that concept of just boiling things down to like what it really is. Yeah, is something I do all the time, just in life. What do you mean? So like when people, because one of the, one of the aspects I enjoy about my job is is the aspect of helping people my age. Yeah, and so it's that. The whole anxiety, depression cycle, whenever people get upset about something, just boiling it down to its core, which is like, you're not meeting yourself where you are today, okay, yeah. like in that moment, in that second. So it's like, how do we fix that? And then go from there. I do that too. I think I know where you're going, where you yeah. can, if you can find, because it, it feels like it's uh it's like a snowball and yeah. you got to get to the inner, like the, the very acorn in the middle of the snowball. Right. Yeah, like what's what's really wrong? Yeah, here? what's actually happening? It's hard. That's funny. I was thinking about that today, even. Yeah, because I've been thinking about you know that cycle, and I've gotten into it, and I think about uh, myself now, and I think, oh, what? It's the same circumstances and everything, and I'm trying to think like, why was I? And there aren't. There's nothing. So no. I have to think like, what was I feeling at that point in time? What was the problem? You know? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so that whole documentation process of just understanding a human psyche, I don't, it's its one of those things that its it just kind of always been a part of me, and yeah. I've just now recently discovered it, as far as, like, your point, it's, it's nothing, but what is that? Right. And so, 
for me, really boiling it down to just the core things that are issues in the world, or if they're great things, why are they great? Just whatever it happens to be, because the way my brain works, and this is, I described this to Lee Uh as well, just understanding the, uh, the fact of I can put myself in anyone's shoes or any time a scenario is presented, I just kind of put myself in everyone's shoes all at once. Okay. So if I talk to you about something, I think about how your brother's mother's friend would react. Yeah. So it's just, and it's just constant. It's just this constant driving towards how will the world perceive me? Not in a negative way or a positive way, just how. Yeah, I do that. Sometimes I think, how will this make that person feel? Right. I'm about to do something. Yeah. And all, and also, like, is the thing I'm about to do, if I'm about to, like, bust someone's chops for being, a, like, a moron. Yeah. Someone does something. White people brag. I think about that, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to call him out and make fun of him for bragging. Yeah. He's going to feel bad. It's Like, in this long term, it's going to... It's gonna be good, but right now he's gonna feel like shit. But in eventually he'll think, "Oh, that was my pride. I'm a dummy." Right? You know? Right. Just and again, it's not like because again, the the whole good and bad. Like I've again, even boiling down words to its core meaning. Like we created words. You know, if you want to get all high level semantics. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> like yeah. we made good. We made bad. We made right everything. So like once you understand that you're putting all of these things into a society really not into your own personal being you're you want to fit into society like yeah. money money is tickets to go into society you know all right that oh, so you get to play if you have the money exactly yeah and i think it just comes from the core of just being corporate and playing the game and like realizing that the corporate game the what it, it's all a game man all of life is a game yeah i know what you're saying especially in that uh in what you just described being corporate wise because i was talking to my buddy about this yeah and uh he's he's thinking about doing like a software school and like going back because right now he's doing something i won't get into it but he's like he's he's selling drugs i'm not gonna say his name but he's selling drugs (laughs) um he's like biking drugs around brooklyn makes tons of money and he's used to the lifestyle yeah yeah. and he's like yeah i don't want to do it forever and we are talking he's like do you like your life now that you're doing this and i'm like dude honestly once I became, once I got money, the more money I had, the more I enjoyed my life. And I feel like now, I feel like that notion, it's been so far the opposite notion where it's like money won't bring you happiness that everyone thinks money has nothing to do with happiness. Oh, yeah. And I think that's so wrong. It it was like the Tosh.0, like he talks about like the jet ski. Yeah, ride a jet ski. Like you're going to smile. Right. Naturally. It is. And I think we, uh, don't we underplay that a ton? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We make money seem like it's the devil because we don't have it. It's the root of all evil. (laughs) Right. I think, well, and I know, I mean, honestly, I don't even think it's because like, like when I was, uh, you know, when I was broke though, when I was broke, I, I saw people with money Mm -hmm. and I was like, you know what? I'd be happy if I had that money. Right. Then I got that money, and now I'm like, I'm happy, dude. Yeah, I am happier. Well, it's it's because that's how I look at it too. Because right now, like, it's kind of like in the saving stages. Like, I'm I'm working where I'm working. I'm saving the money yeah. as much as possible, living within my means. You know, not just living in the slums and saving. Yeah, as being much comfortable. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So living within my own means, but then understanding that that really isn't everything. So yeah. like, and I think I, I gained this whenever I, I was able to travel. Okay. So I spent some time uh, through my company to go abroad. Yeah. And that was the first time. It was the pat. Yeah, a year ago. A year ago this past summer, which is crazy to think about, but over in the UK. And so that's where I was 110% 
isolated, alone, and in the most real sense. Like, I had friends, they worked there, uh, they all had wives or fiancés, whatever. Yeah. So it wasn't as, you know, it wasn't as engaging as here. And then also spent some time in Michigan, uh, living in, I basically lived by myself for two years. Okay. And so during that time is where I really understood myself as a person. And I, I recommend it to everyone, is take time alone. Take time to not be around people, always. How, what did you realize about yourself? Just everything. What? Like me. Like, so it's like, it's, so the concept of figuring out yourself, you know, like it's, it's something we all do and we complain about. Oh, it drives me nuts when people say, right. So I'm just going to find yeah, myself. I'm just going to go, yeah, I'm going to go to Australia and find myself. Yeah. Like, like no. oh gosh, no, you're a douchebag and you're yeah. right here. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. And so again, that concept of meeting yourself where you are in that moment. Not there is the, something. Yeah. 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 I know yeah. Saying, yeah. Yeah. And so for me, figuring out, I think really what it was is uh, and, and Lee alluded to this in his podcast as well you just kind of get weird with yourself you kind of allow yourself to be who you truly are yeah and so during that time like I said I was, I was still doing the same job I still have been for about like I said about three years now in that time to realize how you work under certain circumstances or if things don't go your way and you don't have someone there or you don't have that backup as someone coming over to your house yeah. and just that like vegging out and talking about it right that kind of stuff and so it, it was just whenever you have 100 percent of your own issues truly then you figure out how to work with them yeah i know, you know but what I mean? i'm and i argued this with lee lee kimbrell been on the yeah. podcast that's what we're referencing right right i know what you're saying and i'm on that side but i do think there's something there where i've gotten to the point where i can't connect with people in certain ways because mm-hmm. I'm not willing to open up about my problems right because I don't even know how to do it right so I know what you're saying because yeah. I feel that way too and I was always like preaching that gospel where I'm like dude you got to internalize your own problems figure out who you are by dealing with your own problem and right go to Australia for a year yeah <laughs> yeah find your find fucking you. self yeah <laughs> but that so I do think there's something there because other people that have I mean, if you've been in a relationship for a long time, you've become another person. Oh, right. There's yeah. got to be value in that, right? Right, right. There should be. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. That, I think, and that, and again, just boiling down value. Like, what is value? You know, right. like, and then, in that whole mindset of just figuring out what is it we're trying to find. You know, and so when yeah. I say like I found me, like I, it's hard to describe because it's me. Like maybe we'll find it in this hour we talk, whatever it happens to be. I know what you're saying. Yeah, but you it, felt it, comfortable with you. Right. Oh, I'm so comfortable with myself. Yeah. And I feel so guilty, you know? Like, why? I've just had such a nice life. Like, yeah. so privileged. Oh, me too. Yeah. Look at it. I mean, yeah, oh, dude. Like, I never went without. Yeah. I was fine. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, yeah. and not even fine in the sense of like, I knew where my meals were coming from tomorrow. Yeah. What Like, fine in the grossest sense. Like, picture the most ideal life without zero, with zero issues all throughout childhood. Yeah. Here I am. I'm sure. Like, um, yeah, give yourself some credit. I'm yeah, sure you've experienced. Fair. I had two older brothers. So I, I did grow up third, the youngest of three. Yeah. So two older brothers naturally. Molested the, you. The butt, yeah, the butt of the joke yeah. <laughs> to, to go with the molesting bit. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, as far as that is concerned, it's it's one of those where, again, but I, you I think. You don't have to apologize for your privilege. Oh, yeah. I, and I, I'm really learning that now. Yeah. Like, I'm really just being like, yeah, it's me. That's okay. Yeah. Like, I'll help you. I'll get sure. you where you need to be. We're here now. Right. Meet yourself where you are. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. That uh, that sense of don't feel that weird guilt about I grew up wealthy. Like, I didn't grow up wealthy, oh, but yeah, I didn't yeah. grow up poor. Right. Same. But I don't feel like I owe anyone shit, man. Right. Like, yeah. I'll help if I want to help. I know. Yeah, it's interesting. And I think 
One, I wanted to bring this up real quick because this is a really good. Because yeah, you do think a lot like me. Yeah. Um. Because it was John Mulaney on Pete Holmes' podcast. He oh, asked yeah. for like some like. I don't know. They got on the subject like, what would you tell people? Like, do you have any advice? Mm-hmm. And John was like, listen to yourself. Mm-hmm. Listen to what you and your mind is telling you. If you put yourself in a situation and you start feeling sad or anxious or something, say, what did I do to put myself in this position where I'm not really enjoying my life anymore? Right. And then take steps and listen to what your like your brain and your body's telling you and change it. Right. Right, yeah. and that's the. I think the, pro- the the problem a lot of people have is just like, should I fix it? You know, and whenever yeah. you think fix it, you think something's wrong with me, so let's make it better. Yeah, or you have you only have a comparison of something better because you've seen it. Like if you never grew up with Facebook or any kind of social media, or you just lived in your village with ten people, you know how people used to live. Right, and you didn't have connections to the friend you met in Turkey. You just wrote them, but you never did, so you just fell out of contact. Right, and so it's just that concept of of really understanding who you are, and then really boiling that down to your environment because mm-hmm. you are a product of your environment ultimately yeah and so if you don't know a quote-unquote better life then you're gonna think you're fine you're gonna if you have issues or problems they're probably more real than we make them yeah again because like like i was saying like who am i woe is me like i don't understand you can still this speak life. to this i know what exactly. you're saying but go ahead right 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 and so it, it's that concept of just figuring out what it is that a person really wants to do and if they want to fix it, because that's what I always find is whenever people are like, oh, I have anxiety. How do I fix it? I'm right. like, does your anxiety help you do things? Like, does your anxiety help you get shit done right. in the most panicked way? Like, yeah. like, is it something that is productive ultimately? Would you miss it if it was gone? Exactly. Yeah. And, and then once I ask people that, they're like, well, no, actually. Like, I, I, And that's where it's the concept of walking with yourself. Like, whenever, you know, getting whatever. I smoke some, so. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> so, yeah. the concept of... Uh, I didn't smoke today, just in general. Yeah, you're but. good. I, get, I follow you, and I know what you're saying because oh, yeah, you yeah. gotta you gotta walk with your demons. You know, you can't you can't ever eliminate them. You can't ever, and that's the thing we try to push down ourselves. In our in by ourselves, I mean every aspect. So, whenever I tell people to walk with their dark side almost exclusively, that's where I think the most value lies is walking with your dark side, not letting that get repressed or get rid of it because it's never going to go away. Yeah. Ever. It's going to come up five years from now, 20 years from now. You're going to be like, I'm good. And then something will trigger it or something will happen that your good state for 20 years is now back to where you were. What are you going to do? Yeah, you can't just look in the opposite direction your entire life. Right, exactly. Or you could. I don't yeah. know. But I, I, eventually. I, people do. People do. People do. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I think I think so. I try to. And like like you said with uh, your like people saying anxiety and stuff. Like mm-hmm. I had whenever I it's insane when I'm doing my work if someone puts the pressure on me mm-hmm. I had this last a week ago today yeah I had my boss kind of I don't even know because we, we were talking online so I there's a lot of there's a lot of nonverbal communication missing you know yep. and I just he says something to me that makes me feel like we need to get this done by Friday right all right yeah and your ass is on the line yep I don't know how he meant it but it that- put this like it made it, you know, you feel it in your chest. Oh, yeah. It's a physical feeling. You can't ignore that. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not yeah. trying to belittle it. I'm not trying to say it doesn't exist. I'm right. not trying to just do that. You're good. No, I'm like, agreeing yeah. with you, though. Exactly. I'm agreeing with right, you. Right, right, Had All right, let's say, had I not felt that physical feeling in my chest, right. probably would be working on it now. 
Yep. But I got it done in two days because I felt like there was some sort of threat on my... Right. And maybe there was. And maybe I eluded danger by my <laughs> yep. bodily instinct saying, hey, yeah, your livelihood depends on you getting this shit done. Totally. You know? Right. Right. Yeah. And I think it's a matter of of really, uh, really fleshing that out and talking to the people. Like, for me at work, most of what I say is why. Like, why are we doing this? If there's a new thing coming mm, in yeah. or if we're trying to do a new whatever why it's not a question of is it like and it's mostly because it's like is this valuable we're in a very big cost out phase so it's like how much money can we get out of this right so it's like whenever you boil it down again if you go up the totem pole you boil it down to just those aspects it's a question of why are we doing what we're doing and so yeah taking that and just putting it into real life just ask like why are you sad why are you upset why do you have anxiety is it productive is it negative like all of those things that people don't really want to ask because they just want to have and i think they don't want to change right they just want to have problems people like to have problems when they don't have anything interesting because now they have quote unquote something interesting yeah man do you feel that way yeah, I don't want to speak super broadly, <laughs> but I think you could be right. Yeah, I oh, yeah. think. No, I do. Oh man. Okay, one really easy one, and mm-hmm. I will say, um, my my brother and sister in law, or they live uh, in a complex, and the couple above them mm-hmm. is always fighting. Right. And I've I've you know I've seen them coming and going and stuff, and they're always yelling at each other, and it's clear to me. That these fights, these petty bullshit or whatever they're fighting about, yeah, gives them gives their life meaning and purpose. Right, right. Yeah, and, you, and again, we look at it outside looking in, like that must be so stressful. Like whenever I see someone in traffic, like cut someone off and then just flip the bird and get, I'm like, that must take so much energy to be that stressed and that upset. Right. Like, I can't even imagine. Like I guess I, back in the day I could, yeah. but in this current mindset, like who I am, this current mindset, yeah, it's not. A real thing like it won't that won't I, come out of you i don't tr- yeah it's impossible yeah. and again it's, it's like what was me whatever i don't really have problems like yeah. i don't have issues no so, i'm the same yeah, yeah so I, I don't look at that person like oh why are you doing that you must be miserable whatever and likably so they are but it's a question of do they notice it and do they want to fix it to your point like they have this fight every day mm-hmm. that gives them something it's like the feeling of being self-deprecating the, just yeah. to feel something yeah the rage buzz yeah i don't see that i don't understand it it's just so much energy towards no no pro- productivity yeah that's actually really interesting if you talk <laughs> i think if you did that if you worked on your rage yeah. you know if you worked on your rage you worked on these things and then you you drove to work every day getting cut off and just you'd yeah. be like oh my gosh i have nothing <laughs> in my life <laughs> exactly that's exactly. all i had was my anger right exactly yeah. otherwise you feel nothing otherwise you're just going to work you're a drone you put the blinders on you just focus you do your thing and then you go to home you do your like i think it's a concept of just feeling something versus nothing like it's better yeah. to feel sad than feel nothing you know better to be loved than not loved at all that kind of concept yeah just, it's better to have something and let it go than to not have anything at all and so I think that feeling of nothingness is what a lot of people struggle with. That's why they have something about themselves that makes them, again, quote unquote, interesting. But again, it's a blanket term. It's not yeah. It's not everyone. There are people who have legitimate issues and have things that they have to talk through and they don't understand it because of some childhood thing or some psyche, whatever it is. Yeah. But yeah, I don't, it's just, I see people so often and I just break them down in seconds. And again, not in a negative way or any way. I'm just like, 
this is you. Like, oh, if, it's negative. Yeah. Oh, well, if, if it is, well, this isn't negative. I yeah, just met you. All right. It's like a no, blind I date. understand. Yeah. Positive or negative, but one way or the other, you're like, right. What are you trying to do? Yeah. What Who is are you trying to be? Right. Why? Like, why are you this today? Like, if there's someone at the bar and he's a drunk asshole and he knocks yeah. over the girl's drink next to him and then he like what? Whatever it is. What's really going on here? Yeah. What's why? Why? Yeah. Why? Because yeah. like, <laughs> it's one of those things. Again, it's the whole society. Like, do we live? Do we fit into the society? Because we only ask why or we put those people down that don't, quote unquote, fit into society. You know, you can yeah. just as easily people are like, I want to go to Ecuador and live there for the next two years. Go. No one's stopping you. You know? Yeah. Like, like do you want to do it? Is it a burn? Is it an itch? Like, do you really want to do it? Or do you just like talking about it because it sounds interesting and you've seen your friends do it? Like, oh, yeah. That's... I've seen that all the oh, time. God. And yeah. I hate being that person. Right. I don't tell anyone about anything. <laughs> like, I'm... Yeah. Uh, like I like I went to China. I'm moving to LA now. Like mm-hmm. when I started a podcast, I went. I didn't do. Like I don't post pictures of myself doing stand up. I don't post about shows I'm doing or anything because right. I'm like, for me, I'm like I'm doing all this stuff for me. Right. This Period. is all me. Period. Yeah, and it scares me to think about if I'm posting yeah. pictures of me in China or me like us doing a podcast or I'm posting pictures of like my itinerary for something right it's like what am i what am what yeah. this isn't yeah. about anyone like it, why? else. why yeah why like why would i do that right because it's, it, it's about no one cares no one else and if even if they do then you'll probably invite them yeah or even, like exactly like it's one of those it's it's making your circle smaller understanding who is actually a friend and i, I realized that once i started traveling like once i was 110 percent like five thousand miles away from friends yeah again quote unquote friends it's one of those you have friends that remember you and those that miss you yeah so the friends that miss you are the ones where you want to come back home and you want to see them mm-hmm. they're the ones that actually reach out to you every day or right. every so often and then there's those that remember you or like okay we'll see him in four months five months when he gets back or you maybe know? never or maybe never yeah and, and, it's, and it's like how long does it go until you're like whatever and it's okay to be remembered and say whatever exactly and that's and that's the thing i think people struggle with too because i i again i learned this i learned me whenever i Mm -hmm. I went abroad like i had i had a chance to be 110 percent alone in a country i don't know at least they spoke the same language that helped and it's just when when do you boil down uh that that friend group when do you boil down posting all the time when when do you do social media when when don't you because it's so funny whenever you don't and i know you know this too if you don't post ever and you post once like i post maybe four times on facebook a year Uh like minus pictures and things like if something happens but like as far as like actual statuses yeah. it's usually like whenever i change jobs or whenever i move or whenever whenever i'm doing something where i don't want to text 50 people and i just post it yeah but people don't even care about that right i know well, and everyone's like oh good luck or and it's like i have family i have friends it's not like i'm just this lone guy doing my own thing like i've built up a network being up in cincy for about seven eight years now just going up to school at nku yeah so i'm not from here originally but being able to build up that environment where i had my job where i do have my job I had my school buddies. I had friends from college. So school buddies, high school buddies, and then college friends. And then all of that together just kind of led to new friendships. And it's just right. as you expand your circle, who actually gives a shit? Right. And I really realized when I left, no one. No one. My parents. And they were just Mom like. Mom and dad. They were like, where's your flight? 
Dad, that, most of the time. Yeah. 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 Mom. Well, in my case, mom. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. she's the one who's always keeping up. She's always the one, like, tell me your flight number and when it leaves. And, Dude. and she'll watch the Sky Tracker literally on her phone, like, watch the plane she fly. She gives a fucking yeah, shit. Because she she's gives the a only shit. one. In the most true sense, giving a shit, she gives the most. Yeah. She's like, okay, I, um, because I totally agree with you in yeah. every sense. Because I don't even post any. No one knows where I work. No one oh, knows yeah. what I do. Because I'm like, the only people that need to know are going to know. They're going to find out because I talk to them. Talk right. about my life. Yep. I, I don't know if you've, I don't know how long you've listened to the podcast or if you have. But I've, I've listened uh, to about 20 or so plus okay. episodes. Yeah. So I significant. Have, yeah, I may have said it then. Uh, but I think every time someone takes a selfie i really think what they should do is say just look at it and say not post it on instagram and send it directly yeah. to your mother yeah yeah she'll love it it will bring her so much joy to you see look a picture so happy yeah. oh my god yeah. just like good She's morning related. happy monday to your mom you send that oh. to your mom every day if i did that she would be elated yep elated elated oh my joy God. pure joy and if i do that on again i don't post selfies and i thought the same whenever i see people post selfies i just again i always put myself in people's shoes right. i provide that empathy i think again about your mother's brother's father who would think about this right i get it i understand but me posting a selfie makes zero sense to anyone not even me just posting a selfie makes no sense do you agree I know what you're saying, but I've also... Like on social media, like just yeah. for the people, like look at me, be me today, cool. Like People great. have also <laughs> sold me on stuff though, where I've yeah. thought that, and I'm like, what are you, this is so dumb. And then yeah. someone's like sold me on the idea of them taking a selfie. Yeah. Well, and then other people selling me on the, the idea that they've seen selfies that have really brought them joy. Explain that. Like, I'm trying to think what they said, but they were like, oh, yeah, it was cool to see him doing this, having fun right. in the sun and doing a thing. And it's maybe those people are just crazy, empathetic. Yeah. Like, they just want to the life. earth. Jealous. Yeah. yeah. As soon as the know. first comment is like, oh, I'm so jealous. It's like, why? Why? Why are you yeah. jealous of my life? Like, go do that. <laughs> I think... Dude, you know what? And and uh, you ever listen to Chris D'Elia's podcast? I I don't actually. You don't? I was I going Lee to. He loves it. Oh god, yeah. Lee sold it to me on the beach this past week. Dude, it's. I'm gonna listen to it. He talks of. He's like. He's a sociopath. <laughs> yeah. No, he's and great, and he's incredible. Right. Yeah, he's talking about nobody. His example is nobody is taking an Instagram while they're having sex. <laughs> Because right, they're in the most real moment, right. the most in the moment moment. It's not about it's not about anyone's perception of it. Right. Nobody's if, if you're having size. yeah, <laughs> if you're having fun, yeah, if you're having fun, you're not thinking about other people. Right, right. Living yeah. in the moment, truly, not right. living. And I, Louis C.K. has a bit too, just about like living behind your phone, like your kids on stage, and you just have your camera in front of you. It's like yeah, then you know, oh, yeah, yeah, and then he's like, just post that, like a thumbnail of that, and then 14 minutes of your asshole, and I guarantee everyone's gonna be like, oh, it's so cute, yeah. like <laughs> yeah. that that bit. It's so it's so true because like you see it all the time. There's people like oh, the people who have tablets who take pictures with tablets. Yeah, there's a certain place in hell for them. Dude, I think their hell is on earth, man. I think because I went. Fair. I saw the uh, I saw the Mona Lisa uh, oh, yeah. a couple years ago, nice. and I walked in, and everyone's gathered around it. There's beautiful paintings everywhere. Oh right, larger right. paintings, more impressive paintings everywhere. But yep. there is 
a hundred people gathered around with iPads taking pictures of the Mona Lisa. I can't like, do it. And then not even facing it, but taking a picture with their, their dumb face and the Mona Lisa and just staring at their iPad while the Mona like, Lisa is behind like them. Like a selfie with the Mona Lisa. Yeah. Yes. Right. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> the Mona Lisa is already on the internet. You're right. on the internet. Right. Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> just, right. well, it's the concept of if you take just a picture of the Mona Lisa, then everyone's like, oh, if you're not in it, then you weren't there. You know? Who, who right. gives a fuck if the, they believe you? Someone you're... posted a comment. That guy. The guy who's trying to ruin your day being like, you weren't really, like if people take like a scenic mountain view and they're like, you weren't really there. And you're like, yeah, no, I was. So if you don't have you in the picture, it's not real. Again, this, I don't yeah, agree with it. Yeah, but like, I don't yeah. care about this person that's calling me a liar. Right, right. But people do. And that's the thing that fucks with me, you know? Like, why? Why right. do you care about my life? You know? I think that's what it boils down to. Like, yeah. why do you care about my life enough to want me to post? Like, once I got to a concept of just understanding that parents are people, just in the most real sense they yeah. have their own hopes and it's dreams the, it's like, just a guy yeah it's just a guy a, and, and a, a woman who yeah. are a guy and a woman that yeah. have their own shit like right. they got their own problems they were great parents they did what they could they did all the things like yeah. they did it and now they were all old we're all out of the house like it's so funny to see their new side like just my mom never swore growing up yeah. and now she loves the word shit and her favorite finger is the middle one mm -hmm. and so it's just hilarious to me and it's just because we became of age so in my mind i was like she always was or wanted to be that in a, and again it's not like she's terrible now she just does it jokingly oh but, she was repressing oh, who right. she was that's what i'm saying and now, now yeah. she's this person for so long i i don't know if she ever lost it or had it because you think like parents were our age People don't yeah. realize, and they, they put these people on pedestals. I think one of these, uh, one of this concepts or one of these concepts came from just being at work mm -hmm. with people much older than me. Yeah. And the whole, you know, dumb, smart people, you know, like, no, what's that? So people who have these roles or have these high paying jobs that are quote unquote smart, right. everyone will tell you and you go talk to them and you actually figure out what they know. And it's amazing how little they know. About what? just whatever the work is whatever it is how in oh. the game they are that they can't even see what they're doing they don't ask why they just execute they just do do as they're told right those my not again not mindless but those people who see it as a facet to whatever it happens like whatever right, they want not their life a to be. broader picture right where they can actually understand where it where, like yeah why like why are we doing that? why are you so stressed about this why are you screaming at me to do this thing that doesn't really matter and if it like it's one of those, it's understanding, again, the human psyche and why people are the way they are. And I assume once you have kids and you have a wife and you have a whole family, of course you have to have a job. You have to have this financial support. I mean, of course you don't. People do it all the time. <laughs> they have kids without finances. Yeah. But you do it and you see those who have the finances. And part of me is just like, are you having that kid just to fit in with your boss who has a kid? Like, how, how much of your life is really for you versus for your family? I see it all the time. What do you? I'm. I'm. Wait for the appearance of having a family, or for having. What do you? What appearance do you mean? of having a loving family, like a happy, loving family. You mean to have the perception to just strangers, right? Or like Stranger, the public or whatever. Strangers and people you work with, like just you being positive, but then going home and not being a positive influence because like, you didn't want the family, right? Right. I don't know. I don't. I, don't, I see it. I see it. Really? Yeah. And it, it's one of those where it's just like. I, I don't know the motive. I don't know why. I know whenever those kids are 18, as soon as that happens, there might be a divorce. I don't know. Like, it's just, it's one of those where 
you come into work miserable, you go home to work miserable. You see this a lot? Yeah. Well, not a lot, but I see it. Okay. And so, again, it's, it's very specific. I'm not, it's not broad at all. But right. just understanding that concept of doing, not even kids or anything, but just doing things because others are, so therefore you have to do them to fit in. Yeah, I've never... I've Is that never, a stretch? Yeah, no, yeah. I know what you mean, and I think people talk about that a lot. I think Lee talked about it quite a bit on our last podcast, which I actually, I think I ended up taking the beginning where we talked about this a lot. Mm-hmm. I ended up only using the end when we actually did the real story, because honestly, I feel like we've talked about it on the podcast enough where I'm like, that's how we feel. Right. And I think we are so... We do not want a family so much. Well, I want to be a dad. I've always wanted to be a dad. Okay. Right. So I think it's more of the concept of those who are dads that don't want to be. Okay. And it's obvious. But it's maybe at some point they did. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. And then it just wasn't what they thought it'd be. Which is life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can't plan everything. I mean, you can plan to like not have a kid, in my opinion. Yeah. That's one thing. And so it's, it's one of those where it's like, how much effort and how much care did you actually put into your decisions? Because in in my mind, I feel like they're still doing the family for them. They're like poster child. Like, look at my family. Look how loving we are. Like, they'll go take the photos. They'll have millions of dollars coming in. So they'll be like, look how happy we are. Right. But then it's like, how happy are you really? Because you come into work every day miserable. And then I see those dads who love their kids. And they are the most calm, nice people you know. And it's because they have a loving family. And they're instilling that in their children. I don't... It's just... I don't know if it comes from money or if it comes from status or whatever it is, but it just seems like those who don't want families, I think having families, having families. Yeah. Well, you can't get out of it. I mean, you can't. No. (laughs) I mean, you can, but you're not gonna because it's so messy. Right. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I think, well, I think it goes back to just self-perception and like caring. And I think it even goes back to your time spent alone. Yeah. You do, you have, I I don't know, man, that was a real thing for me was just coming to terms with the fact that nobody cares what I do. Yeah. So I'm going to do whatever's best for me. Yeah. So it just doesn't matter. I'm not worried what like he or she or blah or blah thinks of me. Yeah. As long as they think I'm a considerate person and I'm looking out for them. And even if they don't, I believe that I look out for other people. So I don't care. Yeah. Same. You know? Fair. And so to that point, again, not to future trip you or make you anyone that you aren't, but if you were to be a dad in that sense, do you think that self would go to your kids or your wife or the family? Like, again, you can't say yes or no because we're not there. Wait, but okay. Like if you were in a different position, like if you were a dad or you were someone that had some other responsibility outside of yourself, yeah, would you give the same care and attention to yourself as you give that? Um, I still, no, well, I, I think in terms of perception, mm-hmm. I think all, is that all I'm saying? I don't do okay. anything else for anyone's approval or for appearance or so that they'll think anything right for me, but I do what I'm responsible for. Yeah. And if I had a kid, I would, you know, I'd be a good dad. Cause I'd be like, well, I've chosen this and I'm going to make the most of it and exactly. I'm going to do it the way it's supposed to be done. Right, that point. So I think that exact point I'm not going to post pictures of my kid on Instagram because no one gives a flying (laughs) shit. If you're posting pictures of your kid, maybe four people, send them to my mom. She loves that. But like, yeah, people post, I'm like, dude, what are you doing? (laughs) Right. 
No. Totally get it. Like, like no. I don't care. I'll be honest. <laughs> oh, yeah. Totally. No, I don't just, care. Yeah, it's like, look, a baby. Oh, like every other baby. It's a yeah. ball of mush. <laughs> Probably shits and screams all the time. Yeah, yeah. It was like, how's the baby? Yeah, I think it was so funny because I just became an uncle not too long ago. He's yeah. two years old now. And so whenever my brother had a kid, like through a baby, everyone was like, same comments. Like, oh, how is it? How is it having a kid? Like, it's like having a kid. Have you ever had a kid? Yeah, you get yeah. it. Like, it's it's a baby. Right. It's, it has a schedule. It's so much easier than a toddler. Like, having a baby is similar to like having a dog because it has a schedule and you can kind of, it won't run away from you. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. And I think ultimately, and we talked about this on the podcast that came out on Monday. It's mm-hmm. uh the guy, he, you know, became a dad very recently. Oh, yeah, it, I saw that one. I meant to listen to it. Yeah, it's just, it comes to a point where you cannot understand, you and I cannot understand this guy. Oh, yeah. Okay? And that's okay. Yeah. Because he likes his life. He likes his wife. He likes his kid. He's really experiencing joy. That's a beautiful He sent thing. me a picture the other day, like, turd floating in a <laughs> blow-up pool. <laughs> And he was like, good, t-. you know what I mean? He was like, yeah. oh, she's shat in the pool. And I was like, in the, and I'm like, this guy's having a blast. Yeah. When I see a turd in a pool, I'm like, gross, <laughs> that kid ruined the pool day. Right. But I think it's just, you need to come to terms with the fact that I can't understand that person. Right. No, fair. Yeah, and that's, it's, it's not me. Cause the thing is, I'll never try to explain anyone's purpose or right. what they're doing. I'll never try to project. I'm the least projecting person. I probably, I jumped into a rabbit hole there. That really isn't me. It's not me looking at people like, why are you doing this? Cause realistically, like to your point, I just, as long as you're happy and giving a good perception of happiness, that's really all you can do. Right. Cause life is life. It will happen and it's going to be bad. It's going to be great. It's going to be all of it. Yeah, and I think it's okay. One thing we were talking about looking the other way, like mm-hmm. looking away from your demons. Yeah. Uh, and it's funny because I see so many people that are living a happy, fulfilled life, but are staring away from their demons at right. all times. Right. But it's let a, a sleeping dog lie, though. Right. You know? <laughs> there is, I guess it's to a point of like if you can beat it to the ground to where you don't even notice it, or maybe not even beat it to the ground, but ignore it so hard that it doesn't exist anymore. I don't know. Because like, in my opinion, it'll still always be there. You know? Like, if right. you never meet it, it's just a matter of when. And hopefully yeah. it's not a terrible thing when it happens. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? I know. I do know. I know what you're saying. And I've I've had to do that with a lot of things. And I think it comes down to the demon. It's, it's built in fear. You can't even look at it rationally to right. a point. So I think... You got to get to the point where you stare at it so hard when you really break it down as just atoms and molecules and say, right. oh, if you're like, if you're addicted to pills or alcohol, you need, just need to look down at like at a level and say, I feel like I need this. I feel like, like all I know is this. Mm-hmm. And you need to look at it in a point and say, I'm going to get sick. I'm going to feel bad if like after, once I stop taking this. Yeah. I'm going to feel, and I'm going, my brain is going to want to, but I know I have to overcome it. You can just look at it on a level of just like, yeah, I'm going to get sick and I'm really going to want this, but I need to power through. I'm going to want to give up on life. Right. So you just got to look at it like that. Exactly. And not say, oh, I can't even look at pills. You're going to be like, no, I know what those pills are going to do. Right, right, right. It's not a mystery. And so I think, yeah, to all of those points, it's, I totally agree. hundred percent. Yeah. And just figuring out if people do want to meet that face to face and it like to my like what i was saying earlier if you want to fix it like is it something that helps you be you whatever quote unquote you is 
Or is it something that allows you to not worry about you? And by you, I mean that dark side. You mean distracting you? Right. Right. Do you like to be distracted from this? Because again, like we're all people. We know what to do. Yeah. If if more information was the answer, we'd all be billionaires and have six pack abs. Like it's obvious. We know that. Uh And so given that we have all the information and if you have access to that, which I assume people do, Uh do you choose to ignore that and do this instead? Or is it something where you're doing this because you don't know this exists? Like if you had Mm -hmm. a light shown on yourself to give yourself opportunity and just be like, maybe you have a mentor through your life or in our case, we had parents that were awesome and and Mm -hmm. helped us be who we are. A lot of people don't. And so again, to not bucketize people or to say you have an issue, so therefore you are a problem person. Yeah. But just, if you had a chance to not be that, would you? Yeah, they're just ignorant to the, their own happiness. Right, right, because they think it's happiness because it, they finally feel something, which is what a pill gives or whatever right. heroin gives, whatever it is. Whatever it gives you, that's fake happiness. We call it fake happiness because we know other happiness. Right. But who are we to say that they're not happy, you know? Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Yeah. it's And it's um, I've seen that with... I find it so fascinating. More than any sort of religion is AA yeah. is fascinating. Because really? I, I think that's a good example of what you're talking about. It's these people that are they've gone down this path in life. Now they're addicted to alcohol. But when, these, when I meet someone that joined AA, mm-hmm. they are different. And they yeah. are psyched on AA. Yeah. Whatever it did, it shined a light on yeah. happiness and how they can be fulfilled and, like, smile. Yeah. You know? And totally. that's what I find fascinating because it was always there but these people are like i was i had no idea what i was doing in my life right right it's crazy man yeah no it's, it's a beautiful thing it is because that and it kind of affirms our society as good good and evil like we know what is good and what is bad yeah based on that because those who have quote unquote seen evil in our eyes find good in our eyes and therefore they are happier without the evil yeah. Maybe maybe it's a synthetic happiness. I don't know. But it's one of those. It's like if you have happiness from a pill versus happiness from life, which is better or worse? Yeah. In our eyes, it's pills mm-hmm. is worse. But in their eyes, that's all they knew. Yeah. And so it's it's a matter of just it's it's really talking about and taking that time to meet yourself where you are. I always go back to that point of just meeting yourself in that moment, in that hour of that second of that day. Yeah. And saying, is this happiness like is this who i want to be yeah i know it's hard though sometimes because i think if you do it moment by moment there are momentary every time there's momentary benefits and then there's long-term benefits totally yeah um and it's it's hard to see Mm -hmm. it's hard to see the long-term benefits but you know yeah and that's what i think ultimately that's what it's are you going to the rage buzz yeah Okay, is it going to feel good when you give that guy the finger and, like, scream the F word at him? Right. Is it going to feel good? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty damn good. Yeah. But in the long term, no, it's going to really give you a bad day and make you more anxious. Right. You right. know? Yeah. No, that's fair. And so that, and that's where, again, just understanding why people are the way they are. Right. And that is just so fascinating to me. Like, just psychology in general. Yeah, yeah, I know. And I, I've i also come to terms with, too, even negative things that other people may consider negative habits mm-hmm. that I had been repressing. Like, one thing I had really 
taken, I've been like, the right thing to do is listen to other people and think, oh, what do they have to say? What advice do they have to give me? Mm-hmm. What, you know, listen, here, like, take everything with a grain of salt. Yep. Now I've reached the point, sorry, I'm like getting worked up. And <laughs> I've reached the point in my life where I'm like, uh, like, no, you, I don't, I can tell someone, no, keep it. I don't even want to hear what you have to say. Right. Because I'm tired of polluting my mind with shit from people's who people's lives that I don't want to emulate. So why are you giving me tips? Right, right. You know? Right. And that's, again, like making your circle smaller, not taking advice from everyone, not listening yeah. to everything. Like, obviously, we can hear it, but hearing and listening are different, you know? Absolutely, like, yeah. Words come in and out. Actions happen. It's a matter of how you react, All of, always. Yeah. And if if you're like me, if I if I hear it, it goes in. Yeah. And it stays there. Yeah. And it's there for a while. I think about it. And then I'm like, oh, why did I that why did that affect me? Right. That advice from some clown that I didn't even respect. Exactly. It's just being an empath, being an empathetic person. Right. Because you someone does that and you put yourselves in their shoes instantly and you're like, but why are you you? And yeah. like it'll stick with you. Maybe not even like very directly, not that's not maybe the thought, but like to your point, it, it's a residual of it. You yeah. hear someone say something and you're like, why are you you? Like, why did that impact me? Who am I? Like, yeah. and you just go through this whole rigmarole in your head and it's not really positive. Nine times out of 10. Yeah, I think, well, I think it's important to say who are, like, when someone does give you that advice, say, like, who are you? Yeah. What benefit could this have on me? Right. You know, not, oh, okay, yeah, let's hear them out. Like, honestly, if a homeless person gives you advice yeah the advice i was thinking about this the advice should be don't do this <laughs> don't be homeless yeah don't here's <laughs> what i did and i got here yeah take a different path amazing advice you know right then right. i'm like all right i'll listen to this person because i don't want to sleep on the street yeah exactly but and i think it's because those people are where they are in yeah. life and so it's a matter of do they share that Right. It's a similar concept of like if you're starting up a business or you're doing something or you're posting selfies on Instagram, like how much do you share of your own life versus how much do you keep to yourself? Like yeah. if you're homeless and you became that way and you just keep it to yourself and you realize it and you're like, I fucked up. So here I am. Yeah. Then that's OK. Like being self-aware is the biggest thing people could have. Yeah. Uh, something Gary V. He's yeah, chan- he's great. Yeah. He chants yeah. it all the time. Yeah. Self-awareness. Like it's something that I practice and I, I feel like I've had for a long time, just from my life, from my Mm. childhood, my upbringing. I didn't have all of the other problems people have, so therefore I was able to focus on me. I was able to become self-aware growing up. Yeah, because you were so bored, you were were able to like, you didn't have immediate needs and stuff, so you could actually kind of explore curiosity and- Exactly, like no worries in the world. And it's just, it's something from childhood that manifested itself into now. Yeah, and I think it's good though. I think it, you being aware of it now, though, it's uh, it's a responsibility you have to understand other people and say, "Oh, you didn't get the opportunities that I got." Right. So maybe you overreacted to something. Maybe this person did. Yeah. Don't get mad because you understand. Like, oh, you didn't have the privilege to come to self awareness. Right. Exactly. Because it is a privilege. Yeah. And it's something that a lot of people don't have. Yeah. And it's more and more obvious every day. Dude, it's funny in that this book, I always, How to Stop Worrying and Start Living yeah. by Dale Carnegie. It's really great. Nice. I'll look um, into it. Is it on Audible? Probably. Okay. I'll look I into imagine. It. Yeah, but yeah. It, one of the things, I mean, it's a weird concept though, but, and I've talked to my brother about this, but mm-hmm. it's almost like 
it almost because I mean the book is about it's not exploring this concept it's about not worrying yeah but it basically says you don't have to blame other people for their own actions because whatever it is whether it's nature or nurture if it's chemical yeah. or just how they're feeling that day yeah. whatever it is it brought them to that point in their life right now so had yeah. you been born into that consciousness you would have done the same thing exactly and then yeah. to that point I love that thought process because people who are you know i don't i hate the word millennial i hate the word generation none of it makes sense we're all people yeah we just are aged or not right whatever yeah it's dumb and so boiling down generations and and mindsets to millennials i'll say that word Mm because people know it but boiling that down to say you aren't this this way you know like if you aren't in that mold of a millennial yeah and so, so say that concept you said again just right basically that. you're not responsible for your own actions because you're right. whatever it is oh, put you there yeah. right right you put your yeah so so putting yourself in that situation to say it, it isn't your fault for being who you are so really boiling it down to say like people who are of a certain generation or people who weren't in the uh, who are baby boomers yeah. or are in the technolo- technological age it, it's not our fault because if our parents were in our shoes they would be doing the exact same thing they would right. also be like oh my god so much privilege woe is me life is hard because it isn't like yeah. it's the same concept and so for those to pigeonhole us or put us and by us i just mean younger people yeah yeah into buckets it's us. It, yeah, yeah. It, it makes no sense because if they were in our shoes to your point they'd be doing the exact same thing right whatever got them there it's them yeah, period. and we would be old and crusty yeah. being like these dumb millennials, <laughs> yeah, these dumb exa- lazy millennials. Right, yeah, dumb, yeah. Ex- and it's so funny because, again, like parents are people. People are people. Yeah. Everyone, like girls, guys, black, white. I, I see everyone as a human being. Yeah. And it's so freeing. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you feel the same? Do you do the same? Yeah, I do. In like the most real sense, like if you went out to a bar and there was a really attractive girl, would you think, oh, that's a really attractive girl? Or would you look at her like... I wonder what she's thinking about or I wonder what she's worried about or what her hopes and dreams are like I would yeah I mean I think people are people right but and we were talking about I don't know which it was oh it's Phil this podcast isn't out yet but you do it's another book it's that green book right there but your brain's natural thing that it does is categorize right so when you see the hot girl you you immediately look into your back catalog of all the hot girls you've met and say (laughs) Oh, it's a hot girl. She's like the rest of them. It's a comparison, right? Right. So I, I, I want to say I look at people as people, but like I don't. When I see, <laughs> when I see like, um, if I see a black dude, if I yeah. see a Mexican dude, if I see like a hot girl, hot Mexican girl, I am like, yeah. it's natural. My brain's like, oh, it's a black dude. Yeah. How do I interact with black dudes? <laughs> specifically you know right because you do it's hard but you got to be aware of it but then whenever that black dude comes up he's like hey man what's going on i had a like terrific childhood and i am just like you like then it dehumanizes what are you saying about black (laughs) 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 there's no way to say that without coming off as racist (laughs) yeah and so like whenever someone interacts with you that is the same way but different so a girl a white woman comes up and is the same kind of energy the same kind of thought process the Mm -hmm. same kind of feeling you are is that now a hot girl or are they hotter because they're like you or is it they are themselves and therefore I just want to be there for them and continue my own thing like keep having that perception and just let it naturally happen whatever it is friendship relationship whatever Wait, say it again. So, like... I'm a little it, lost. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I go down my own rabbit holes. Yeah. So, uh, 
if there is a girl who is attractive. Okay, I'm attracted to her. Yes, you are attracted. Very similar personality. Double attraction. I hate her now. To most, right. Right. (laughs) Terrible person. Okay. So, also similar personality in the sense of, I'll I'll say this, not similar personality, but the quote-unquote personality you're looking for. Compatibility is there. It's obvious. You can feel it. Mm -hmm. Is that someone that you're now attracted to more so? Or are they still just a woman who is doing their own thing and you're going to do your own thing? Oh, I'd say, what do you, I think they're both. Well, I get, so in my mind, it's only one. It's only me doing me, them doing them. As you know? opposed to? As opposed to me looking at them as someone who's going to enter my life for any extended period of time. Oh, you know, like yeah. Like the whole timelines crossing I'm thing. I'm getting yeah. you. Right. I'm getting you. You're like, oh, cool. You can be in my existence for a while. Exactly. But we're not we're not yeah. becoming one. Well, and not even saying we're not becoming one, but not not putting anything on it. Just saying we're we're us. I I'm me. You're you forever. Yeah. Do you want these paths to cross? Cool. Yes. No. Like right. And not even talking about it. Not even bucketizing it into that. But just literally looking at it as just again very high thought streams of energy that are yeah. floating through, and sometimes timelines interact. It's just realistically all timelines are is interjections of different things different events and that is now time yeah no i do it's funny you probably don't think i understand exactly what you're saying oh, you but do. i do you do and i did i had this i had i had I, it it really i had this dream all right yeah and i woke up from the stream weeping okay because mm-hmm. it was me and my family and it was like we were all recognizing that we were just streams of consciousness that appeared in this beam right. it was like it was like we didn't there was no religion there was no nothing we right. just knew nothing that we all we knew is that we were streams of consciousness right. that got to like be around each other for a long time in this weird context you were my mom or my dad but ultimately right. what it meant is we were around each other a lot <laughs> yeah right right and it was in the pretty most real sense you know? yeah that's awesome yeah totally experienced that before too yeah and that's where you like you can look at society as constructs and again like language we created that it's not complex enough to describe this complex life but people still try to use it to describe things like right just looking to your point everything is its own energy everything is its own stream of consciousness yeah and to not bucket things into saying it is or isn't that because we can only compare it to other things in society like that guy who leaves society and goes lives in alaska and lives a happy fulfilled life who's to say he's wrong you know yeah and so that that concept of just seeing people truly as people is really where i'm at in life and it's so freeing and i I think it comes from the fact that i am dating someone now and so we've been dating for about eight months Uh uh-huh and so that whole process of being with someone who has a similar energy or just compatibility with myself. I'm very solemn, very processed, computer-oriented, basically, and she's a kindergarten teacher, so that just describes that. (laughs) Uh Loves kids, high energy. And it's a great thing because we balance each other out. She's emotional, I'm not, so she's helping me be more emotional. I'm very logical, she's not as much, so I'm helping her with that. Like she how to she <laughs> nah nah no it's nothing like that it's it's just logic it's how do you logically process emotion rather than just be emotional yeah and so that's something I work on every day and and have kind of become and that's where I think it, it really is something just like this past November like there is a moment in time where I just I see people as people yeah no I I know what you're saying and in, in being able to look at it in a way 
and it sounds kind of bad, but you're like, well, how can this person benefit me and how can I benefit them? Naturally, yeah. Rather than be like, why don't we? Because uh, I've been in, dude, I've been in situations with people, whether it's friends or girls I've dated and stuff, but it's been me not being bettered by the person. Right. Right. And not wanting, I don't know, and like not wanting to deal with confrontation, but now whether it's usually friendships are the toughest ones because now I'm like, if I don't want to interact with someone, if they don't yeah. give me anything, I'm like, my time's valuable. Mm-hmm. And I'll just tell them, like, I don't want to call. I don't want to call you. Yeah. I don't like talking to you. And my life's too short to have an hour conversation with you. That's a beautiful thing, man. It's a I hard thing to do. It, But it's freeing have, once we, you do it. Exactly. We have to do it. The, the concept of friends that are friends forever stay friends forever. Yeah. No. no. There are a few, and there are some, and those who know your history will, again, quote-unquote, be friends through your whole life, because wherever you go, they'll always remember you. They'll always know you as a kid, or you, whenever you become a successful whatever, and you become this person that is now in the public spotlight, or something. If okay. that's Again, it's not a, a basic hope and dream, is yeah. just to have fame. And so, if you do that, again, you'll make fake friends, you'll have friends who are there for money, so on and so forth, but you'll recognize that right away because you've had real friends. You've had actual friends who are there for you. Right. And those who are there for you just, again, to fill a void, to hang out with every now and then, to do the thing where you're not adding value, you're just there. Yeah. You're just a placeholder to go play tennis with. Yeah, or video games, whatever. I'm a video gamer, so I do that a lot. Yeah, I know I know what you're saying and I think ultimately like yeah, I have I mean I think like my best friend Dan. Mm-hmm. Like I assume he'll be my friend forever because like I just he gives me joy. Right. Time right. I'm I look forward to spending time with him. Correct. Yeah. And anyone where I'm where anyone where I if I don't want to spend time with someone, mm-hmm. at this point in my life, I don't. Right. If someone wants to get lunch, they're in town. If they're like, oh, we should get lunch. Yeah. I'm like, I'm busy doing <laughs> something. I'll figure it out. Right. Right. Yeah. And if they're, yeah, and they're like, oh, I'm only in for like three days. You're like, well, I'm busy for three days. Like, yeah. And then if they get upset, then they're not really your friend because they should want you to do your own thing. And if they get upset, <laughs> why would yeah. you care? Right. Right. Exactly. You exactly. just told them you were busy for three days. <laughs> While they're in town. Right. They know. I mean, yeah, it's just like you're diffusing a situation. It's hard to yeah. tell someone that you don't enjoy spending time with them. Right. And that and the I hate the word busy, you know, like the people are like, oh, I'm busy. Yeah. Because everyone's busy. Whether right. like even if you're not busy, you're busy. If you're just sitting and thinking in your room. Like, right. If you don't want to go out, you're busy. And you can always sacrifice. Oh, right. you're always busy. Oh, yeah. And you can always sacrifice. Oh, when you say you're busy, you're just like, oh, no, I'm just not willing to yeah. sacrifice. <laughs> I really don't want to hang out with you. Like, yeah. that's what you're saying right. at the end of the day. Yeah. Because, like, I truly don't want to hang out with you today. Like, maybe not like tomorrow or something, but just I am busy is an excuse to say, I don't want to see you right now. Right. That's all it is. It's a polite way to do it. It really is. Because, oh, I'm bu- Oh, they must be so busy. Because they want you to be happy. So you're like, again, putting yourself in their shoes. If my friend said, oh, I'm busy. Like, again, I've boiled it down to be like, well, fuck you. No, you're not. Right. You just don't want to hang out. Like, just say yeah. that. Just please say that. Like, yeah. That's what I want my friend group to be is just, I'm busy. No, you're not. Just say, I don't want to hang out right now. Yeah, dude. Be I honest. Have, yeah. Be real. That's, I mean, it's hard though. Some people, I'm like, I don't know. I've had friends that have texted me things like like um stuff that requires a response like mm. sympathy or like oh no buddy <laughs> right and i just, just reaching for someone to be like yeah. my life is bad and you're like okay 
And I'm just, <laughs> I've done the point now where I'm like, you need, you got the yeah. wrong friend. <laughs> like, I'm not going to play this weird, like, right. self-worth game with you. Right, right. This is weird. Yeah. No, that's, I totally get that too. Because yeah. for me, like, I always provide empathy. I always, I, I will never be sympathetic. I won't, if, if I'm at a funeral, I won't say I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't do shit. Like, it's not my fault. Right. I'll be here for you. I'll be empathetic. I'll be, if you want to go out and grab some beers or if you want to go home and yeah. do nothing. Like, I'll be there for you. As a friend. Yeah, I feel like that's semantics, though. People, right. like, they didn't murder your grandpa. Yeah, right. Everyone knows that. They yeah. just are feeling bad because you're yeah, bad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and so that's, and it's the concept of friendship to, I guess, a more real sense. Because yeah. the, the way I look at friendship now is who is there when shit is exclusively bad. Yeah. If my life was only bad, who is there? Yeah. I'm, like, I'm still positive. I'm still fun to be around, whatever. But just shit keeps hitting me, like, every single turn. Not that it does, but... If it did, who would survive my friendship? And right. I, I can already know, I already know multiple wouldn't because it, it, it proved it when I went abroad. Uh-huh. My life wasn't even bad. You just didn't talk to me for four months. I even like if I reached out, cool. Or if there was moments where I would want to do whatever and you were doing what like, again, I'm not trying to say you owe me time. Life owes me nothing. I totally get yeah, that. Yeah, no, you don't owe anyone time. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But it's more of like, a I just want to catch up or see what you're doing. Like I, right. I called my buddy or Mikey called me on the way over here and we just talked for an hour on the way home from work and it was cool it was just ad hoc one thing like hey what's up and it was great because Mm -hmm. it was a moment of just realness like how's life what are you up to yeah that kind of friendship and again we may talk once every year but it's that that nostalgia or that going back to what you know Mm -hmm. and going to that friend group that is a real friend group and then just continuing on with those people yeah it provides value right exactly provides value to your life if, even if it isn't just like you are someone who codes for me, you're someone who does a business with me. You're, yeah. Like you just provide me happiness, which is value. Right. And so it, it's going back to, oh man, I jumped down multiple holes. No, here. I know what you're saying. <laughs> I think it's yeah. ultimately like know, know your role Yeah. in the relationship with everyone you're around. Mm-hmm. Know what they owe you. All right. Know what you expect from them. And then don't, don't overstep. Right. Exactly. You know? Yes. A hundred percent. So that's, and I've, I've ran into that too. Cause I mean, I, I don't like being manipulated and I, and like, oh yeah, I'm, I know what value someone brings me and I know what value I bring other people. And I only ask for favors from certain people cause I don't want anyone to feel like they should help me out if I don't right. feel like they should. Right. No. And that's, a, again, that's a very self-aware, very honest thing. I'm yeah I'm the best (laughs) (laughs) yeah 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 I say cool shit (laughs) no I feel I feel similar man it's a it's a similar concept of like this it's kind of like a blind date podcast I literally never talk to you yep I've never met you I just on a whim listen I listen yeah fair yeah I I listened to the the hundredth episode I think it was where you just went about yourself and so yeah understood more of your psyche and and where you come from as far as this podcast in general and Mm so it's something where I, I wanted to be on to to talk to just this thought process, yeah, mindsets, why people are good and why people are bad and what is good and what is bad, and just really boiling it down. Yeah, totally. I know. Yeah, that's cool. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't expect this, but yeah, had you told me that we were going to talk about this, <laughs> oh sorry, I, like, I jump in. Yeah, I jump in right away. Like for no, me, yeah, I don't I'm just know. like let's get real because I'm like it rained today. Yeah, yeah, duh. So yeah. everyone knows. I didn't like, go outside at all. <laughs> Dude, I love those been, days. Yeah. Those are my favorite days. That when I work been, from home and no one talks to me. Yeah, I had no idea. <laughs> uh, no, I know what you're saying, though. And Small talk sucks. 
Yeah, and that's why, I mean, if there is... Because, yeah, I have blind date podcasts all the time. That's awesome. And with those, I'm a little more... I mean, usually if someone wants to do it, if it's like a... Usually it's like a comic that wants to do it. Fair, yeah. Um, if they haven't listened before. Mm-hmm. So I'll be like, okay, it's not like us talking about our nutsacks. Right. All right? Right. So There's some like, conversation. Like, yeah, like <laughs> listen to an episode and then do it. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, and that's, again, that's why I wanted to. I talked to Lee about it. I think that's really, I mean, that's obviously where it stemmed from. Yeah. I saw you at Go Bananas once. I didn't come up and say, hey, because I'm an asshole. I don't know. I just, yep, that's why you're an asshole. Yep. Because you didn't say hi to everyone <laughs> in a co- comedy club. I mean, no, not everyone. I was even there alone. I just saw you and I was like, I know that's Joey. Oh, really? Yeah, why don't I go say hey and I would like to do the podcast. Like, that's literally what I was going to do. Yeah. And then I didn't. That's fine. Well, I I'm, get overwhelmed there too, man. I'm here now. Yeah. Oh, and I, I don't even, because I'm, I'm trying to get to the point of being past fear, you know? Like, yeah. And again, it's not like you terrify me or anything. Like, you're approachable. Yeah, guy. but it's hard to, yeah. yeah. Just, I'm me, you're you. Let's, right. like, Hi. yeah. And you're just like, who the I'm with all my friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Even if, like, even if you were just by yourself, like, it's one of those, like, who am I to just come up and interject in your right. life? Like, you wanted it. Yep. Like, I would be on the podcast. You're like, fuck you, leave me alone. Like, yeah. And I would equally be like, okay, that's fine too. Like, right. Whatever. But it, it's one of those. It's a risk. You don't know how it's going to go. Exactly. And, that, and it's a dumb fear. It's a similar fear like, should I send this email to somebody? Should I talk to this person? Like, right. yeah. What's going to happen? Like, it could go bad. It could go bad, but you're going to be alive. Right. If you think about life as good and bad, like, life is not dying every day. Yeah. So when you do that, mission accomplished. The worst didn't happen. <laughs> the worst didn't happen. And, yeah. And it sounds so, like, for me, I'm so darkly positive uh-huh. like death de- death doesn't scare me i welcome it with open arms but it's like i don't I, i'm just not scared of what tomorrow is going to be because i'm trying to live in the moment as much as possible yeah like it's going to be what it's going to be every moment of every day life happens like we talked about before and so it's like if you live life in constant fear or worry or what that person will think or whatever it happens to be that makes you anxious or depressed it's it's something where you have to you have to just again meet yourself where you are and understand what is it that you're really trying to achieve are you trying to be someone else are you trying to be you are you allowing yourself to sit in it for a year to know what it feels like or are you not even conscious that there's better out of it yeah because now you have a story at least you know i know what you're saying yeah now you have a story now you can inspire people like that's how i look at people who have come through shit because there's so many popular people and famous people almost exclusively every single one of them had had something happen to them Mm -hmm. in childhood or some substance abuse or family, friends, wives, whatever. Every single person has had something detrimental happen. Right. Almost everyone. And so it's like, I don't have that chip on my shoulder. I don't have that motivation to want to do something because I'm bettering a situation. I'm just taking a great situation and trying to make it better. Right. You know? I do. You feel that? Like I do. Whenever you... Again, it's that whole uh, just woe is me concept. Right. My life is perfect. Why should I complain? But people do it all the time. And you see people committing suicide and it's not great. It's not a good thing. Yeah. Because now they didn't achieve life, which life is trying to not die. Yeah. I know what you're saying. And it's a slippery slope. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not trying to like. It's hard to get in. It's hard to escape your own brain. Exactly. And that's what. I mean, I have pills that have been very effective in help, helping me right. escape my own brain exactly and have some perspective yep um 
But also, a book, I'm going to just straight up give it to you, because oh, I think I have a copy over here. Oh, yeah. I've given it to tons of people, but it's that same book I was talking about. Okay. It's something you were explaining, living like day to day. Yeah. It's, yeah. If you haven't read How to Stop Worrying and Start Living, you got to read it. All right. I feel like I'm doing it, so I'd love to read it, too. Yeah. To, like, affirm or oh, yeah. get new ideas or concepts. Yeah. For yeah, sure. I'll give it to you. Whole book's good, cover to cover. Nice, man. Appreciate yeah. it get a gift out of it yeah man i mean it's like beat yeah. up and i'll yeah. note it up no value man yeah you give me some value yeah <laughs> well uh yeah anything you wanted to like say anything you didn't cover that you're like well this was an idea i just wanted to say real quick yeah i would say as parting thoughts or just more of Good. me yes. me as a person uh is the idea of you only really need three things in life to to truly find that happiness and what you want to do what are they? Want me to give those? <laughs> You're already laughing at me. <laughs> are they pussy money weed? <laughs> <laughs> well, those are the other three, you know. So there's six things to life. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> cover the first three. Or, or uh, ASAP Rocket yeah. cover the first three. All right. What are they? Yeah, totally I do want to know. So for, for me, it's, it's just, it's very simple. Just find what you're passionate about. Love reading and enjoy reading. And find how you learn and how you learn best and most efficiently. Nice. Do those things, and you can achieve every single thing in life. Guaranteed. Nice. All right. All right, I'm going to achieve yeah. some shit, yeah. dude. Go read a book. Go yeah. be passionate about some shit and, and be happy, you know? Yeah. So no, I that's do. I get you, dude. Yeah. No, it's um, good. I'm glad. Like I said, I know it's just meeting you here, so. Yeah. I'm glad you get me. Yeah, dude. Well, thanks a lot, Jacob. Yeah. Joey, it's been a pleasure. All right. Say goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. Bye.